Hi and welcome to the latest episode of the Glenvor podcast. Thanks for pressing play. Hopefully if you are enjoying what you're hearing then uh, please check out some of our episodes. Or if not, then please uh, drop me a message why and uh, I will ignore you. Uh, moving on, we are catching up. There's been a lot of content coming up on the website and I hope you've enjoyed it. A lot of grey areas or new finds are coming to light and we are it's all coming together to help build the history of the distillery and also in some respects the community around it, the changing of the landscape, the the dynamic behind Telford Street and Muirtown which was being engulfed by Inverness and today you could probably unfortunately just drive through it and not think anything of it um, now which is unfortunate given the, the history. I guess, which is what we're showing. So today's piece, we are looking at uh, some Glenvor footage from the 5th of November, 1949. Now, it needless to say, and I say this all the time, video of Glenvor is just amazingly rare. It just doesn't really exist, you know? And this is uh, its existence, its era, although it did do some distillery tours in the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, I haven't discovered as of yet any photographs taken on such tours and certainly no video footage either but I would love to and potentially you know certainly on the, the photographic side that does exist but uh, as of yet uh, no finds but we will keep going however one of the unique things about Glenvore and I do say this a lot is its location because its location enables it to be appear in photographs of other things. Now you had the Caledonian Canal to the, let me get this right in my head, the western side of the distillery. So effectively, people look at most pictures of Glenvor and think it's a right ugly distillery. And that's fine because 99% of the time you are seeing the back end of the distillery, the functional end of the distillery. And also you're seeing it from the Caledonian Canal perspective, but again, you're not seeing it entirely as any other distillery because Glenvor was actually about 10-15 feet below that waterline, that quayside. So you're only seeing the tops. So it doesn't look great. It doesn't look attractive. But, you know, these things don't matter when it's down to the whiskey. But just making the point. Uh, and the other reasons why you don't see too many different other angles of Glenvor is to the south we have that large warehouse and eventually that was obscured by residential and um, business units so that went. Uh, to the eastern side we had the football ground which we'll come to in a moment and to the north yes we had an entrance but we also had a busy Telford Street there you know that was a thriving community the main street I would have set out at the time out of Inverness to go to the Highlands uh, up to a certain point because I think there was a ferry over the Firth to the north of the city but there was no bridge and that came later so really if you really wanted to go to Muir of Ord and work your way up towards Dingwall and then branch out either to the west or the the northeast uh, the upper end of Sutherland, you had to go over the Caledonian Canal at Muirtown. So a very busy street, very thriving, busy area. Uh, and we see that through the imagery we have of Glenvore over the years. You can see Inverness slowly but surely encroaching on the distilleries, both of them. And what was um, arable farming land soon just becomes, you know, urban material. But anyway, back to this find. It's a fantastic find, you know, because the distillery doors weren't really open. People didn't take, didn't have uh, cameras. They were very much a novelty. I know that's hard to even 
comprehend nowadays where we can take um, videos and photographs with our phone, communicate with people on the other side of the world, uh, send pictures and videos almost instantaneously. But, you know, back in this time, this sort of material, this sort of um, gateway did not exist. So it's amazing when we do find something. And also you have to look at things from a different perspective because if I go out and look for Glenvor photographs or video, I'm not really going to find anything. But if I go out and start looking at some of the things that were of interest around it, then you will be surprised. So uh, we have a football match which comes from the Caledonian Stadium uh, which is to the east as I said and this formed a natural barrier with the warehousing along the back of the distillery site uh, and this was fondly known by locals as the distillery end at the football ground. So this footage gives us the bareness of the distillery end. This is before they actually built a stand which you can see later in life and I mean my stand it's basically just simply a roof but, uh, you know, given my thorough research, I've spoken to people in the area, people who, uh, football fans who remember the old ground, who remember actually climbing onto the warehousing to see the football. You can see in this footage why you would do that, because it gives you a great view and it wouldn't cost you anything whatsoever. Uh, and that would probably be a main driver as well. But this one comes from the qualifying uh, cup final north end between uh, Caledonian and Clacknacudden. And um, I have to thank um, the Anne Bailey who hosts the full length video of this, which is about nine minutes, give or take. And that comes from the, the Inverness Cali archives. So what's great about this is Elshel sets the scene. It actually gives us some of Newtown, Telford Street. You know, actually, you can see the crowds flocking to the ground. You can see how busy and excited people are, the hustle and bustle. It sets the scene of late 1940s, post-war, Muirtown, and that's fantastic to see. Uh, it should be remembered as well, you know, through my research, the football ground has been really, really useful because they've had various planning applications. Uh, for their main stand, that actually gave us a footprint of what the Glenvor site looked like at the time because they actually sketched the overhead outline, which was handy because that was a little bit of a grey area. And also, there's a real symmetry because in this footage, you'll see everybody going through the main gates of the football ground. And as my part of my Glenvor research, I've actually seen the planning application for those main gates. You know, it's just nicely to see everything in the flesh, to see things come together. And actually, the video as well, um, I took a couple of excerpts out and have posted these just so people can see a little bit of Glenvor. You know, it might only just be a few seconds here or there, but you can see the complete warehouse line down the back of the football ground. And it's just great to actually visualize how close those warehouses, that is pretty much most of the Glenvor maturing stock, apart from what was held over the road at Glenalbin, sitting in those warehouses being, I guess, matured to the sound of football occasionally. You know, the odd ball maybe thudding off the warehouse, football chants, goodness knows what else, you know, it's all there. And actually there's a real community feel to the footage. You know, there's hus the hustle and bustle I mentioned, but everybody crowded up on the uh, terracing to watch the game unfold. In terms of what it actually gives us in Glenvor, it doesn't really confirm too much other than it gives us that perspective from a football fan and just how it dominated the side of the ground. Uh, we do get a little look, uh, I think the ca we can see slightly the um, Caledonian Inn, um, which is in one of the footage, which 
is a little bit infamous because yes um this is the the so-called inn hotel whatever which had the secret pipe from uh glenalbin into the bar or the cellar um but also you know we can take some perspective that we do see some of the distillery cottage the workers cottage as we can as we understand it is on the corner of the the warehouse site as well so no huge revelations but it gives us a little bit more context and a little bit more you know you can look at plans which tend to just detail of the building and you might have a, an overhead sketch but to actually physically see them in a photograph or video it gives you that aspect of size and it's all there so i mean to me it was just a fantastic find totally unexpected you know hopefully we will have more footage over the years as we can do it the the video section on the site doesn't have much and it's always i think there were some concerts held at the football ground and by chance we see the odd flicker of um, glenvore in the those footages as well but if anything it does underline exactly what is out there you know there's so much out there not just for this distillery but any distillery and if we can find it then we'll certainly bring it together and it just just it's nice to see everything coming together you know uh, i'm just looking at one picture that the still from the, the video footage now and one two three i can see you know six warehouses on the back very dominant very very engulfing you know and towering above uh the really filled terrace you know it just it's just great to see you know i was really pleased with that find and i'm always always looking for more um certainly you know it's it i suppose it's interesting as well because we do have later footage um picture sorry of the warehousing at glenvore and you know they actually have used this perspective to do a little bit of advertising and why wouldn't you you know you've got the one of the leading highland football teams on your doorstep literally uh you've, your property forms a natural barrier with the stadium why weren't you going to use that? So certainly in the war, this 1949, there's no mention of anything on the warehousing. There's no writing, no whitewashing, nothing at all. Maybe that might have been to do with, um, you know, the war just finishing and uh, you're not wanting to provide a, a landmark or identifiable building uh, to someone flying overhead. But the advertising and the men mention of Highland uh, whiskey etc that would certainly come in later decades so it gives us a little bit of context in that perspective as you know the advertising was never ever there and it's amazing as well because you know when you look at things and you go back to them you know you actually think oh I didn't actually put that in the article and then maybe I should have so I will but you know we'll come to these things over time so hopefully you've enjoyed it please watch the footage the snippets i've put they're on instagram i think they're on their facebook page but also go and check the full video you know sit down with a cuppa or a dram and just relive 1945 and the fact that you've got this very unique distillery uh, on a football ground um and what muirtown was and unfortunately is no longer but um yes as always any questions any comments please get involved i would love to hear from you uh, if you have any memories of Glenvore or going to football matches or photographs or relatives, anything whatsoever, please get in touch. You know, I know there's far more out there and I would love to bring it to a wider uh, community and population's awareness. You know, that would be fantastic. So thank you for listening. Uh, another episode in the bag. We have a great deal 
to come, lots more newspaper articles, lots more logbook. Uh, I am also looking to get one of the distillery plans out. I really want to get most of those online uh, over the next month or two. And then we can really sit back and full knowledge come 2023 that here we have the definitive history of a distillery that is no more. And uh, let's get enjoying some of the drams. Thanks for listening. <laughs>